Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. I'm Brad Wilson. Welcome to another edition of Loving the Christ Life, where every week we go back into the archives of the Christ Life Fellowship. Don't forget the website, christ-life.org, and we get a different teaching sermon each week from Warren Litzman. And today, we're going to go back into Romans, Romans 5. Here's Warren. Greetings, dear friends. I'm glad you tuned in today. I hope you tell somebody else about this broadcast because they need this information that we give here. I'm a Bible preacher. I don't preach about the Bible. I don't talk to people that all I preach is the Bible. I tell people I'm a Bible preacher. I'm not interested in talking about Jesus Christ, for instance. I talk about Jesus Christ, period. Because Christ is the all in all of the gospel, of Christianity, of hope, of the coming of the Lord and all things that happen are part of Jesus Christ. You understand that? That's why I come preaching to you every day about these things because we've got to know them. Time is short. Jesus is coming soon. Whatever we do, we've got to make our minds up about it right away. And Christianity gives you a mind. You have a mind to do the thing you, you would like to do and, and you'd like to be a part of. That's why the Bible is written. Get you a good old Bible and study it. Don't try to make up a new religion. It's given to us plainly by Jesus Christ through the Apostle Paul. I'm talking to you about some of the basic things in Christianity. I am a Christian. I'm not a Christian because I pastor a Christian church or have pastored a Christian church or talk Christian ways. I'm a Christian because I have Christ in me. Would you please get that distinction? Christianity is not preaching. Christianity is not churches. Christianity is not doctrine. Christianity is Christ in the human being. There came a time in God's plan where he knew that he could go no further. He went over 4,000 years with Old Testament people trying to get the change out of them that was necessary. The fact was he never got the change. They never did fall in love with them more than they fell in love with themselves. And so the time came when he needed a sin bearer, and that was his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. Christ died on the cross, we died with him, and the end result was we ended up with his life. He was crucified with us and us with him. He died to set us free. He was buried in his death and we were buried with him. Our old life was buried with him. He was raised from the dead. Every Christian is raised from the dead, from their old life. You see, most people have never considered their life. They thought their life was being corrected, but that isn't what it is. We were raised from the dead of our old life, and our new life is Christ. Our new life is the Christ life. 
Our new life is the only life that is scriptural. Now, I don't come making up scripture for this. It's plainly written. But I come talking to you about how these things came about and what the scripture has to say about it. The scriptures. I look at the scriptures as the word of God. Can you do that, dear friend? Do you look at the scriptures as the word of God? Well, you must do that, or else they are of no value to you. You must see them as the Word of God. I've chosen for this period of time, as I go through the scriptures with you, to go back to Romans 5, 6, 7, and 8. I don't know if I'll be able to cover all four of those chapters or not. Uh, Spirit may lead me some other way. But right now, I'm in the, in the midst of chapter 5 of Romans. Romans chapter 5. These are the five chapters that lay out the plan, lay out the truth, tell us what God really is doing. And we've been in the chapter 5 for several verses now, and we're ready to start at the sixth verse. Sixth verse says, For when we were yet without strength. Let's talk about that for a moment. Did you ever think about human beings coming to be without strength? Well, that's what he says here. That's what Paul says here. When human beings came to the point they had no strength. Now what did they need strength for? They needed strength to save themselves. Life was not worth living. Hope had vanished. They were all mixed up in what they believed and what they needed help from. They lost their strength. They lost their will. When human beings come to that point, that's a good place to come to. That's a good place to come to. Because it says when they were without strength, in due time, what is due time? God's time. Don't ever forget that God has time, a timing for everything he does. In due time, Christ died for the ungodly. So what happens to people who run out of strength, can't save themselves, can't work out life themselves, are not successful within themselves, don't know what a Christian is, don't know where you find Christianity, true Christianity, don't know that the Bible has an apostle for these days that we're living in right now. I'm here to tell you where to go, to tell you what to do. I can't do it for you, but I'll tell you what God did when he saw that humanity had come to a place to where they had no strength. No strength for what? No strength to be who they thought they ought to be. No strength for them to be successful as they think they ought to be. No strength for them to add it all up and say, I got it figured out. I, can, I know how to do it now. I figured it out right. No strength for that. What do we mean? Means that they run out of brain. They ran out of knowing. They ran out of heart. They ran out of substance within them. They didn't know which way to go. So what did God do when he saw 
that people had come to that point. They had run out of strength. Look what he did. He had Christ to die for the ungodly. Wonderful message today from Warren in the book of Romans. We'll be back in just a moment. Just like to take a break here and thank you for tuning us in and remind you to go to our website, christ-life.org. Read all about us. Read all about this in Christ message that we are so passionate about and visit our bookstore. If you are enjoying these uh, messages each week from Warren Litzman. You can find them in the books he's written, in audio, video. It's all there on the website and all in the bookstore from our website. Just go to christ-life.org. Now, let's get back to Warren. What about these who think they know all about it and reject Christ? They've run out of strength. They've gone to false ideas, false doctrines. You know what people do when they get fed up with a church somewhere? A good percentage of them go to false doctrines. You know why? Because the church they were in, so-called Christian, did not preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Did not preach the gospel Jesus Christ gave to the Apostle Paul. You see, these things are necessary. We're living in a period of time when it isn't a factor as to how much a person knows. Knows about God, knows about Christ, knows about the Bible. That's, that's not the big thing anymore. It's whether or not they know the truth. And the truth is a person. The truth is Jesus Christ. The truth that is our hope is Christ. No way of getting around it is Christ. And so when people can't go anywhere else and have to go to a false doctrine, Maybe they have a relative there. Maybe they like the way the person teaches and preaches in a false doctrine. Maybe they're held by some noble thing in man and they think, well, this, this is a noble thing for man. They're ready now for the cross. That's what's got to happen. They're ready for the cross, and until they get to the cross, the ungodly will become more ungodly and more lost in their hopelessness. Hopelessness. That's what it, that's the thing God brings them to. He brings them to evil. Evil. God created evil so that there would be something that men would take hold of that was foolish ungodly, unscriptural, and unkind to them. That's what happened to Adam and Eve. That's what happened all the way through the Old Testament. But he finally got the one sacrifice that made the difference for humanity. What was that difference? What was that sacrifice? Of course, it was Christ who died on the cross. That's the way God would save them. He would save those that were dying in their sin by another who would take their sin in his body and die. He would die with their sin in his body. So the hopelessness, the lack of strength, as the scripture says here, of all of these people who could not save themselves went into the body of Christ and when he died, that hopelessness died. That sin died. 
The lack of strength died. Something new and great and important came about. That's what I preach. That's what I must talk about. And if you haven't accepted Christ out of your hopelessness, you probably got more time to spend in your sin. Because when you come to God, you have to be willing to accept Christ as your life. You must get to where that gospel's preached, dear friends. I can't help but say it. It's a hard thing. People write me constantly and talk to me wherever I go. Do you know a church in this town that preaches that? No. Do you know a preacher who preaches this? No, I'm not here. There may be one here, but I don't know that. Do you know anybody that's preaching what you preach? Yes. The Apostle Paul preached first. And I only picked up from him what was left to be preached. And so the text we're reading right now in Romans chapter 5 verse 6 says, And when we were yet, after all of our planning and working to be a good person, when we were yet without strength, that is we had run out of strength, we couldn't find anything that would make us better than we already were, and we were hopeless in what we thought we were. When we were without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. The ungodly were saved by another who loved them enough to take their sin, bear it in his body, and die with it. He would die with it. We were in him when we died. You must have a death somewhere. There must be a death to your old life. There must be a death to your way of doing things. And that death did come, praise God. But along with that death came resurrection. When Jesus was resurrected from the tomb, you know what? You came out with him. Every person for whom he died came out with him. There are a lot of people who have not believed that yet, who have not trusted him yet. But that's why the text here says, in due time he died for the ungodly. So dear friend, I want to tell you, if you're having a hard time putting it together, stop your book reading of worldly things, carnal things. Stop your traveling from church to church. You'll never find Jesus like you need him, just going from building to building. Take your Bible. Get on your knees and pray to God to make the scriptures you're reading out of Paul's epistles. Make them real to you, and you'll find this salvation. There are some good Christian churches when you find one, it's a premium, but they're hard to find. Many of them that are Christian still preach that Christ died for your sins, accept him as your savior. And that's good, Not nothing bad about that, but that's good. But that's not the end. You accept him as your life. That's the next step. He is your life. 
He wants to live in you as your life. He wants to live in you as your life. How could I say it any plainer? Christ died, took you with him into death, brought you out in his resurrection, and now he wants you to believe in him as your life. That's what Christianity is. Christianity is not being saved from heaven and get uh, saved from hell and getting a ticket to heaven. Christianity is a new life. And the life is the Christ life. That's the new life in human beings. And God planned that from the beginning. Ephesians 1 and 4, chosen in Christ before the foundation of the world. Believe it. Trust it. Read it over until it takes hold in you. And you'll be happy with Christianity then. I'll be back later. God bless you till then. Bye-bye. What another great message from Warren Litzman. We're so happy to be able to share these with you each week from the archives of the Christ Life Fellowship. That website again, christ-life.org. Robbie Litzman, our thanks to you for letting us go into the archives and bring these messages each week. like to thank some more folks. Valerie Hill, who runs our Twitter account, Tammy Laycock does our weekly reports. When you download these podcasts, you'll get a weekly summary of that day's podcast, that week's podcast. And, of course, our wonderful producer, Teresa Ferraro, from the Christ Life Fellowship. Until next time, I'm Brad Wilson, loving the Christ life.